Welcome to Rise Up and Fix It, podcast dedicated to empowering women. A podcast that empowers women and the marginalized community by helping them tap into their creativity. I'm the writer of the book, The Secrets of Becoming a Boss Bitch with a Heart of Gold. I'm a photographer, filmmaker, and producer. People know me as Ms. Monday. My co-host is Ina Karapkina. She's an actress whose work you might know from films such as Dawn of the Dead and Transformers. She's also the founder and the creative director of Jewel Branding Studios. We have combined our talents and ideas to share tips and techniques on how our listeners can change life for good. Welcome to our podcast. In today's episode, we want to define creativity. What exactly does it mean to be creative and how can you thrive in your creativity? Podcast number one. So Ina, why don't we start today with a few simple questions for our listeners? First, I know we both feel that creativity can really only happen in the present moment. Conflict and resolution can only be resolved with creativity. So with that in mind, let's define creativity to our listeners. How do you thrive when you're in the present moment? What exactly is creativity and how would you describe it, Ina? Wow, that's a, it's a big question. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. It's a way of living mm-hmm. because every moment can call for creativity, a way of solving an issue, a way of dealing with the situation in a new way mm-hmm. because you, you're creating that moment. And if you are responding from a habitual pattern, that's not being creative. And so that's what I find so exciting about being an artist and why I feel like if everybody tapped into a part of themselves that's creative, they might have a a regular job, nine to five job, but there's this hobby on the side that is exploring, allowing them to explore their humanity. I think this world would be a better place because it trains us to be in the moment. The thing is, is when you're creative, you are in the moment. You are in joy, you are happy, you are in the state of flow. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is that not a lot of people get in that state of flow. They don't even know how to because they're doing a job that they don't like, giving up on themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, you go do that because when you are creating from your heart you feel alive and you really are living in the moment that's right yeah I want to bring an example I had um, a friend in my early 20s who's an incredibly successful CPA she was working nine to five every day just in front of the computer calculating running numbers but she always wanted to be a painter she came from an Italian family and they had a very strict idea of what a successful person is and so she wasn't allowed to tap into her creativity and be a painter and she always missed it so when she finally became super successful and could afford the paints and the time and the classes she had a really hard time coming to the canvas and starting to paint because there's so much uncertainty and so much unknown by showing up at the canvas. You're looking at a blank canvas and you don't know where to start. You don't know where you're going. You're looking down into the void, into the darkness. And Mm -hmm. it is nerve wracking. It's scary. 
And so just being there and trusting that something will speak through you, something, an inspiration will come in the moment. That's the hardest part of being an artist, mm -hmm. the trust. Totally. It's the unknown you're dealing with. You just, you don't know if you're going to sell that project. You don't know when, where the next scene is going to take you in the script, but you just show up and you write, you show up and you pitch, you show up, you create. I think that when people say, oh, um, I want to be creative, they think, oh, I just want to be a painter or an actor or yeah. like, I want to be an artist. I want to be an actor or a photographer. The creativity doesn't only involve those professions. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Right. Like you can bring creativity to being a parent because your kid is constantly bringing new set of issues. They're, they're growing, they're changing. And so you have to use creativity in raising them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> even down to like how I'm going to get them to eat their vegetables, like oh hiding God. them and all that. Mm -hmm. You um, being an entrepreneur is incredibly creative because listen, working minimum wage, hourly wage is not going to get you far. You got to get creative with making money. So there's so many different ways that creativity can benefit your life. I also think creativity and the creative process is kind of like this stepping stone. It's like like you're basically stepping into the void, getting uncomfortable and trusting that everything will work out fine. Yes. Have you ever experienced something like that? So the best example I can give from my own personal life and the first time I actually had an experience of where I was creating from a place of the unknown Mm -hmm. was in my early 20s. I was in theater school in New York, Circle in the Square. And um, I was in an improv class. And so my teacher gave me this exercise to go up on stage in front of all the students and improvise, um, play the queen. And my partner was, I, I don't remember the, the details. All I know is a lot of my teachers had me do exercises and scenes and improv that centered around being assertive and bossy it's something that i needed to work on as an actress it's not something that i was encouraged to be as a child and so my teachers always encouraged me to explore that in my scene work so anyway long story short i go up on stage he gives me this exercise to play the queen and before i go on stage i, I vividly remember making a list in my head i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do this and this and this and this so i go on stage and the improv goes for a couple of minutes and I'm improvising and I'm going through my list of things that I was going to do. And I finally run out of all the things I thought I was going to do. And I'm standing there so vulnerable and in such a place of the unknown. I don't know what I'm supposed to say next or do next. I'm looking at my scene partner who I'm improvising with and something comes up and, in, and then I'm lost again. Mm -hmm. And I stop the improv and I look at the class and the teacher like well, I don't know what to do next and they got so upset with me the whole class erupted they're like why did you stop it was just getting interesting and so that mm -hmm. was the moment the aha moment that came to me in my acting class where the most interesting performances come from the place of the unknown I stopped trusting the reason they got upset with me is because I didn't allow myself to trust and stay in the moment and continue responding and improvising from a point of vulnerability. I froze up. And so that, that's the experience that I wanted to share. When you have so much pressure on you as an actor, like you know there's an audience. For our listeners, 
even the most amazing actors like Ina, you know, can go through those moments where you're, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you freeze, you tense, you question, you wonder if you're on the right path. You're judging yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to add that it's, it's a lifelong journey. I'm still attempting to create from that place. That was my first taste of it. And it's been a journey of pushing myself with every scene that I explore, every class that I take, every audition that I get to force myself to trust and create from that place of vulnerability and the unknown. I've, I have not by far arrived. I don't live my life in constant awareness and constantly creating from that p- place of vulnerability and being present, but it is my aim in life. And uh, I use my creativity and the things that I do as an artist to help me get there. Like I fear was writing and public speaking. And look at me and I'm on a podcast now and I'm You wrote a book. book. I wrote a book. So it's so funny because um, I used to say to myself all the time, "I'm I'm a horrible writer. That was my mantra. I would walk around and I would always say it to people. And then I decided to change that mantra. I realized like I am telling everyone I'm a horrible writer, but all I want to do is write a book. So it's weird. So I'm like, I'm going to get darn good at writing. I'm going to read a lot. I'm going to work at my skill and I'm going to improve every day. I had this fear that I would write something and then it would be criticized. But when I wrote my book, I kept saying, well, I'm going to hire a few editors to go through it. I'm going to find someone that's a professional that's going to correct it and make it perfect so I can release it to the world. And I did. Yeah. And it's an amazing book. I read it. I highly recommend it. It is so inspiring. I'm going to get my daughter to read it. I feel like every single young lady and even older women should read it to come into their power. So good for you. There's some beautiful lessons in there that are, yeah, really made an impact on me. It wasn't easy. I'm going to say that, but I did it. Yeah, girl. So thank you for reading it, Ina. I really appreciate it. Yes. It's such a great reward when you put your mind to something and your creativity brings you to great heights. That's right. If you can find that thing that sparks your interest mm-hmm. and then take action on it, that is where the gold is, really. Not knowing the outcome is when you really feel the experience and that creative magic. Um, making things work is really something, is such an awesome thing. If more of us were able to understand the creative process and understand the magic behind it, mm-hmm. that is where life gets fun. So like today you're saying you walked here mm-hmm. and you're walking here and you you had all those, you're working on your features. Um, Ina's, okay, so listeners, Ina is working on a feature film, which we are really excited about. Because I'm right in the process <laughs> of writing one, yes. The process of writing one and um, obviously through the creative writing process, there's times where you have blockages and you need some time to think about the storyline, right? And you said on the way here, you you had an idea and you, you, you're you you're working through it and it popped into your mind, right? So that does happen through the creative process. That is what we're talking about here, guys. But what is this force within you that drives you into this direction? So I think our listeners would benefit if we broke down the creative process into a few stages. Yeah. First, you need to identify the problem. Maybe it's how you'll act on stage. Maybe it's how you will achieve your dream. But instead of just thinking you're being creative, think of it more like you're entering the creative process Mm -hmm. and your body is helping you achieve your goal, your desire, your wish. 
helping you find a solution to your problem. And if you spend a lot of time researching and understanding and getting a clear picture, a clear picture of what you want, you can use this technique really through every avenue in life. Now, after you've got all this amazing information, the second stage is releasing it to the world. So it's just now, now you're, you have this strong understanding and the desire, an idea, and you have information around it and you're ready to release it to the world. This is when you let your subconscious mind take over. So there's um, a saying that you sleep on it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's that idea of like having this passion and you're so passionate about it that you go to bed at night and you dream about it. You think about it. It's running through you constantly because it's something that's on your mind. The third stage is the is the why moment. It's the classic aha moment. It's that time, like you said today, you're walking and all of a sudden that idea, that spark comes to you, right? It's the it's the universe now or the world answering your questions that come to you, right? Yes. Or it's like, how am I gonna finish that scene and that script, right? Like, or that that's when it comes to you. And then the fourth stage is the feedback stage. This is the stage when you have the aha moment, you have the idea, you have the vision, and now you release it and you speak and you get feedback. You go to your peers, you go to your family, you go to people you trust, you go to your mentors, and you you tell them what you're working on or what your dreams and desires are. And then the final stage is the action stage. Feel confident, you have the clarity, and you're ready to take action. This is the stage when the magic starts coming to Mm -hmm. you. You are in the action mode and the world is responding and sending you all the beauty to make that magic happen. The thing is, is it takes those stages to get to that magic. Mm -hmm. And if you fall off the bandwagon, you you get the feedback and you don't like the feedback and you, you start losing the spark, the flame dies. If you can pursue that to the end and see it to the completion stage... The final stage, that's when the magic is so powerful and everything starts coming together like magic. And I know I keep saying magic. And for some listeners, this might not resonate or this word might not resonate with you, but really it does feel like magic when it happens. But I want to mention something. It is really important that you stay focused on the final picture, the big picture, the dream. If you lose focus, the dream and the flame dies. Absolutely. This is the, this is so important because if you stop and you switch gears and you start putting fuel into a new project, that energy will die if you change direction or start thinking of something else or start putting all your energy into something else. Totally. You know? Okay, so <laughs> before we started this podcast, we met earlier today and we sent something we've been working on for the last almost a year now. Mm-hmm. We've been developing it. So we went through all the stages. We had the aha moment. Mm-hmm. We had the working our butts off for nights and days and sleep, mm-hmm. editing and writing. We've pitched it. 
Yeah. We've shared it with all these production companies, mm-hmm. many of who said, oh, we're working on something so similar. Thank you for your time. So today, finally, we sent it to one more production company. Mm-hmm. So this is the stage where the magic is supposed to happen. Is this what you're saying? It's the feedback stage, this right? Feedback but it stage. also the feedback stage is the stage where we were talking to like our partners and with our friends and our like and and our family and, you know, people in the industry that also is part of the feedback stage, right? Now that we sent it out to these production companies, that's also action. So you're taking now, you're taking incentive, right? It's mm-hmm. not just talk. You know, there's that saying, like there's so many talkers out there. They usually are just at that feedback stage maybe, and they're they're not taking the step to make it happen. So what's the next step for us? The next step is just doing small little steps towards um, completing the goal. So the action stage is you start and then you you figure out what you need to complete. You complete it, you move on, you complete it, you move on. Like um, we're at that stage right now where we're we're talking production companies. We're waiting for that partner to come in. If that doesn't happen, then we're going to, then we're, then we're going to be putting out the thought to the universe that the universe is going to, we're going to sleep on it. The universe is going to respond. It's going to give us a new direction. And then we're going to keep working towards the action until it's, manifest it. So what we're coming to realize as two creatives as resilience is incredibly important. You just keep ongoing, you never give up. And uh, part of creativity is being open to what's coming at you and responding. Usually, if you don't feel the burning desire after the first, second, third stage, Mm kind of is validation to the point that you just don't care about it. And that's right. But if you actually are still obsessed and you're going through the creative process of all these stages, you will feel empowered and you will want to pursue your dream. Every successful individual has gone through this at one stage in their creative path. Okay, so let me give you guys an example. Say you want to get fit. Say you're on a mission to get super healthy and super fit. If you think about it, every day, and you wake up every morning and you work out, you go to the gym, you eat healthy, you get a trainer, whatever it is that is your path to get fit, and you continue every day on that journey, you will see amazing results. You'll be focused on it, you'll be obsessed about it, and you'll be focusing day in and day out on that goal. But if you have this goal, and it's to get super fit, but you go to the gym and then you maybe you take five days off. You don't really eat healthy for three days. You maybe you focus on something else and you're flipping back and forth like a multitasker. Like you're not, you're working on one project, you're working on another. You're not really focused on one thing. You won't see the same results than someone who is focused every day on going to the gym, working out, getting fit, feeling strong, lifting weights. Like it's, that is what we're talking about here, listeners. We're talking about how do you achieve an amazing result when you pursue a path? And it's through the creative process, but the creative process is so magical and so amazing, but it requires an enormous amount of focus and passion on one goal. Now, if your goal isn't 
to have this amazing wealth or this amazing success, then obviously multitasking is fine. Then yeah, why not have multiple projects? But if you are wondering why you aren't seeing those amazing results, then there is your answer. Mm -hmm. This is a really important lesson because I feel like there's a lot of creatives out there or there's a lot of people out there that have this passion, have this drive, want to achieve some type of success, but they don't. And the reason is, is because they're not hyper-focused on it. Yes, absolutely. So my suggestion to our listeners is get real quiet Go inside and figure it out what it is that you want to achieve. What is it? What is it that you want? And see it to the completion line. Cross mm-hmm. that line and you will feel amazing. For me, from my life, I realized that meditation has been a huge part of my creative process because it helps me tap into the moment, stay in the moment, because we are living in a world that's trying to keep us asleep. We live in a world where fast food is subsidized, where we have mindless content being streamed at us. And so it is so easy to become numb and disengaged and uh, just overwhelmed by all the stimuli that's coming at us and all the issues that are facing the world. There's just so much going on that it's just easy to turn off and just not pay attention. And so that's where I, I think we are asleep. There's so many people that, you know, they have an awakening, but they find spirituality or they're meditating and then they're like, wait a second, this feels good. Like I do yoga and I'm breathing and I feel amazing. Like I'm waking up. Yeah, there's a beautiful quote that I just discovered uh, by um, Adrian Marie Brown. She is an educator and an author. She was featured on um, Redefining Feminism on Masterclass. We talked about this idea that our everyday rebellion is occupying our skin, which I think is so beautiful. So occupy your skin and just enjoy life, joy, pleasure, not in a hedonistic way, as she says in the, in the Masterclass, but just owning, owning your life. Just go for it. What is it that you really want to do in this life? Yeah. Rise up wake up and let's do this let's create a new reality mm-hmm. and we see new reality being manifested and we're at a point in history where the old ways of thinking and functioning are crumbling they're no longer working the hierarchy the the patriarchy it's crumbling and it's fighting like mad to stay in power mm-hmm. like it's it's desperately trying to stay in power and so this is our contribution this podcast we're adding this to the conversation. We're pushing into the new paradigm. Yep. Everyone can contribute in their own way mm-hmm. to create a new reality. And so us talking about how we can empower women by helping them tap into their creativity and not just women, people of minority, of color, who've been discriminated against uh, for a very long time. I think if we empower women and people who've been discriminated against, we can rise to a new level of power and uh, equality. There are a few things that Ingrid and I do on a daily basis that help us tap into our creativity. And we highly recommend that you try this. We meditate every day. It taps you into your intuition. So if you meditate, there's that quiet moment for you to reflect on the things that you want to fill your life with. 
um, what meditation does is connects you to your intuition and it trains you to quietly watch the thoughts that pop up in your mind. And a lot of those thoughts have been programmed into you by society, by the way you were raised, and it's being aware of those thoughts. And so when you meditate, you become aware of these thoughts and you have the freedom to start a new cycle. You can start with just five minutes a day, make it a daily habit. There are a lot of wonderful apps out there that guide you. Yeah, I love Insight Timer. There's also Calm and Headspace. So I highly yeah. recommend you check those out. The other thing that we recommend is doing something fun on a daily basis. This allows you to connect to your inner kid, like dancing or painting or biking, playing sports or singing, anything that brings you joy. And um, the, uh, the other thing I wanted to say is that being creative is like anything else. It's a muscle that needs to be worked, a muscle that needs to be built. Right on. So yeah, that's what we have to say for today. We hope that you enjoyed our first podcast. We're here for you and uh, your journey as you discover your creativity. That's right. All right. Well, Ina, I think that's that was a great first podcast. If you are into us and you want to hear more, yes. uh, check out next week's episode where we will be talking about tapping into your superpowers. Yeah, girl. We want to show you how to tap into your superpowers. So, and also, if you are interested in sponsoring our show, um, please DM us. Uh, we'll give you more info. And finally, check out our website where we'll list the resources we mentioned today in today's show. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. And until next time, girl power. Girl power. Let's rise up. First, I'd like to mention, yes, listeners, we are both thriving creative women and entrepreneurs. Everything we say on the show are our personal opinions and ideas. We are experts in our own experiences. Yes, if we say something that sparks questions here, or if you want us to expand on anything we discuss here, feel free to reach out or comment in the section below or direct message us depending on what platforms you are on, and we will try to answer when we can. Welcome to Rise Up and Fix It, a podcast dedicated to empowering women. A podcast that empowers women and the marginalized community by helping them tap into their creativity. 